This is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things, all elite wrestling. And one of them actually knows what they're talking about. We'll let you decide. Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. Welcome, everybody, to a special edition of the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast. This is the AE or Nothing Prediction Show. Uh, Just like the title says, uh, Sarah and I are going to try to predict the winners and losers of each of these matches. We have 11 matches on the card if you count the buy-in, and we're going to count that buy-in because that buy-in looks awesome. I cannot wait for that thing. Um, But... (laughs) We're also going to change things up just a little bit. We have a couple of questions. We're going to hit those questions before we actually get into the predictions. Um, but before we get into all that, I want to remind everybody how you can follow us. You can follow the channel on Twitter at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay, and you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. Yeah. You can also follow the show or subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you ever have any questions, like the ones we're about to do, you can send those questions to beautyxthebeard at gmail.com or on Twitter. You can use the hashtag AskBXTB. Um, also, if you want to support the show, uh, we don't accept money. I guess I would accept money. We would accept money, but we don't get paid. Uh, so if you, if, Who if doesn't you want, accept money? <laughs> that is not true. But in the sense that we're saying, I guess. I'm, yes, yes. But... <laughs> But you can pay us with your stars, with your reviews. kindness. Yes, please review the show on iTunes or Spotify and give us five stars if you enjoy what we do. Um, So with that out of the way, Sarah, are you ready to get into the Q&A segment? Which is weird doing this at the beginning, but we're going to do it. Yeah, let's let's confuse everybody, including ourselves. All right, but as soon as we're going to get through these questions, as soon as we do, um, we're going to jump right into the predictions. Bye-bye. so hang on. All right, Sarah, what's the what's the first couple you got? So we've got two from Costa Rica. Okay. First one is who could be the most likely to defeat Thunder Rosa for the championship should she retain at double or nothing? Oh, man, eventually I could see the first person that comes to mind is Jade. Mm-hmm. And I know it's strange because she has the TBS title. Mm-hmm. Um but I think Thunder Rosa could hang on to it long enough for Jade to eventually lose that TBS title and then go directly after Thunder Rosa and win that title. Because uh, yeah. you want to keep you want to keep Jade red hot. So as soon as she drops the title, yep, I'll get I'll get another one. I don't know if it's still too early for Jade. I know, like you know, she's like phenomenal, and mm-hmm. you know, everyone's mm-hmm. literally behind her and all that stuff. But I just don't know if she's she's got the tvs type. i think that really suits her right now yeah i don't see her getting to the women's championship for quite a while could be a I, while. true I, I would probably say the people that i would put forward for the actual women's championship and i don't know how you'd do it but i'd either go um ruby soho or anna jay okay a heel Ruby Soho, totally get behind that. Oh I, yeah, a heel Ruby Soho would be absolutely lush. Yeah, to be honest I kinda, with me, even Chris, like Chris Statlander could do it. Yep, and we'll be talking about them a little later because mm. that's one of the only uh, unfinished things heading into the pay per view right there. Yes. All right. What's the so other one for him? The other oh, I'm sorry. question is: yeah. mm-hmm. What team name should Swerve and Keith Lee have? Um, they get that little, uh, the t-shirt that's, uh, what is it? Um, I have no idea. Swerve, Swerve in the Glory or something like that. It's kind of like a, it's it's a, it's a mixed match of, of Swerve's name and, and Baskin, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Baskin's Glory. Um, so kind of a version of that, you know, maybe Swerve in the Glory or something. I'm not sure. I don't have it perfect right there but something that goes with that little catchphrase thing they're putting on their t-shirt or just swervingly you know (laughs) swervely i don't know (laughs) swervely 
That sounds uh, like a really bizarre product that you'd only find in America. <laughs> <laughs> But welcome, what we, welcome. We have swirly. You can get like, it in a gallon. Like one of those uh, <laughs> telemarketing, those commercials, yeah. the, the late night commercials. You know, get the new swirly available for nine ninety nine. Act <laughs> now. We'll throw in two extra orders. Oh, two you swirly just, minis. You just have to pay shipping and handling of forty nine ninety five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure what that would do, but we'll no. figure it out. So, how about you? No name. Um, you going with mine? Hmm. Glory House. Hmm. <laughs> glory House. All right. All House of Glory. I, I can di- wait a minute. That's our. That's like a wrestling promotion, I believe. House <laughs> of Glory. Pretty sure. I think that's up in. I think that's up in New York. I think. I could be wrong. It could be in L.A. Who knows? Other side of the country. But I think I'm pretty sure that is a wrestling promotion. Glory but I still House. like it. Glory House. House. Okay. I, I can get behind that. I like that glory house. <clears throat> it All does right. sound like you could actually really mess it up. I mean, it's something completely different, but glory house. Yeah, it could. It could. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. <laughs> not taking that bait. Nope. All right. We got a couple from Ted. Um, do you guys see this gun club acclaimed faction eventually leading to a feud with the acclaimed turning face. Um, see, the acclaimed being face would be absolutely phenomenal mm-hmm. because you can Matt's cast they could do against all the heels. It just absolutely mm-hmm. so so good. Um, but to be honest with you, I if that is going to happen, I'm going to say it's going to be a good few months off. Yep. Um, I, I think because Anthony Bones is out, isn't he? Oh, yes, he is. He, I believe yeah. he's hurt again. I wasn't sure if that was kayfabe or if that was... No, no, I'm pretty sure he's out. That's legit. Um, okay. Okay. As far as, I think, as far as I know, like... Yeah. Um, so, whatever the plan is, is going to have to be kind of held off for a bit. Mm-hmm. So, I think whatever they were planning to do with it, I, I think will be waiting but I do love the fact that it literally could be worth Billy Gunn seems to be ignoring his biological children (laughs) (laughs) Austin's like papa papa Papa. (laughs) and Billy's like I'll round that cast like son you just see like Colton and Austin back going papa daddy (laughs) so funny so Um, I definitely think that will play into it at some point yeah because, like, I Austin do. and Colton haven't, like, impressed Billy Gunn much. Yeah. And, and he's not letting him do the, you know, DX thing. <laughs> no, 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 DX. No, no, no. <laughs> it'll, it'll, never get, it'll never get over. Um, never. The, uh, 100%, they're gonna, there's going to be a few between them because of all this. Not sure how long it's going to take to get there, just like you said, with Bowen. Yeah. It may take a while. But I think 100%, that feud will happen. It's not, mm. this faction is not going to last. No. Um. Uh, the whether the claim turn face, I want to see that. I give that yeah. a fifty. I give it a fifty percent shot here. Uh, where the one hundred percent they're going to feud, fifty percent chance they're going to be faces. Maybe lean, maybe sixty percent chance they're going to be faces. Who knows? But I don't I, think I you could get them. Austin and Colton as face. Me either. The me fact either. that no. people call them boys. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's over though. The crowd is it's all over. So that. over it. Yeah, all just right. like I love how. It was just like a one-off comment, and now it's just turned into like yeah. a meme. And it's, it's a thing. Own. So good. All right, Ted's last question. Last question. His last Ashton. question. What kind of what kind of accent was that? Question. Um, I think like, you're trying to be Australian, weren't you? Question. <laughs> I tried, but the only way I'm going to do it is by accident because I tried to sound British, and that doesn't work either. So, oh, God, no. um, how would you guys rate this pay-per-view card? Versus the last one. Better, worse, same, and why? Last um, one as in the last double or nothing, or last one as in revolution? I'm going to say as in revolution. Oh, as in that's revolution. what I'm going to go with. Yes, revolution that's what I'm 2022, say. a revolution. That was a good one. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> last revolution. <laughs> uh. um, do you know what? I generally don't think that AEW pay-per-views generally miss on a 
on a whole show level. Some no. of the matches kind of, you know, don't mm-hmm. hit right. Yeah. Like, just for an example, um, Jake Hager and Moxley for some random reason. Yeah. Um, like, they, some of them don't hit right. But as a general thing, I don't think there's ever been a pay-per-view I've been like, well, that clearly sucked. I guess when you... What always seems to happen to me is I love looking forward to the pay-per-view. And once the pay-per-view's happened, I'm so, like, hyped on it. I'll watch different parts of it. Mm-hmm. And then after a few weeks of that, then you start, like, coming down from that pay-per-view high because then the building back up. And don't forget, we only get four actual pay-per-views a year. Yeah. So then you start building back up. And as you're building that back up, because it's because there's only four, like everything will have shifted again. So it's it's fresh. It's not like WWE. Um where it's yeah. like every month and they're bashing you over the head with it and you're just like, Yeah, nothing's changed in a month. They're yeah. still arguing over the same thing. Yeah, um, where your so, wheels are spinning. Yeah. So yep. I generally think every time a new pay-per-view is coming up, I'm just as excited as I was for the last one, mm-hmm. the one before that and the one before that. I yeah. don't ever get tired of knowing there's a pay-per-view around the corner. I'll say, um, and that all makes a ton of sense, I agree. Uh, I will say with this compared to Revolution, this last pay-per-view, mm-hmm. I, I'm uh, a little higher on this one, maybe even a, a good bit higher on this pay-per-view. Uh, I think as a card, looking at the cards, I would say they're about equal, just on paper, looking mm. at it equal. Um, but there, there are two factors that I think where this one kind of raises a little higher. Uh, one, um, y- the biggest feud going into Revolution was Wardlow and CM Punk. I'm not, uh, MJF. MJF and CM Punk. Yeah, of course. MJF CM Punk. Wardlow didn't do anything. <laughs> no, that, well, he did. He kind of helped punk there at the end but mm-hmm. he didn't have a match um but that go, going into that pay-per-view at, at revolution that was like the biggest story uh, mm-hmm. that was the big one going in. it wasn't the title match it wasn't a title match but it was the big feud going in where the title match was adam page and 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 adam cole while that was a good match it still didn't have the steam plus it didn't have quite the steam and it didn't have the unpredictability because i think everybody pretty much felt Adam Page keeping that title. It wasn't Adam Cole's time. The difference, this one, you have an angle just as hot, maybe even hotter than than CM Punk and MJF mm. with MJF and Wardlow. That's, that's, a, that's a hot feud right now. It is, it is boiling just at the right time, in my opinion. Yeah. And, and on the flip side, the title match is even bigger and it, it is very unpredictable, in my opinion, because mm. it could go either way with Adam Page and CM Punk. So I, I think with that, I think the rest of the cards are about equal. I mean, there's some there's some really high points, too, with other, if you want to compare match to match. But those mm. two things, the fact that the hottest angle may be even a little hotter on this one, the MJF stuff, and the title match is just, it's it feels like a bigger deal than 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 Paige and Cole were, even though I really like that match. So, with that yeah. being said, I give this card the edge over the last one going in. I think the reason why, like, with Revolution, like, even just, like, I just quickly look back then at some of, like, the matches and stuff, and, like, Swerve debuted, or, like, mm-hmm. appeared. Yeah. William Regal turned up. Mox Danielson was an absolute bloodbath and then got torn off by Downs. Um, so, not even like, that card was like, the matches were not like, you know, yeah, as big as what the double or nothing is, apart from obviously MGF and Punk, mm-hmm. but what happened at the pay-per-view was huge. Yeah, yeah. So, on that sense, I, that's why I can't compare stuff. You can't compare, yeah. Um, because we don't know, the matches at this pay-per-view are amazing, but yeah. there might not be any random surprises. Yeah. So, you can't and, compare and, that and that. Nah, I'm just judging my feeling going yeah, into no, how I, I feel going into the and how I feel going into this yeah. one. This one, I feel a little more excited because of the, the build-up. Yeah. Lead in. 
Uh, but I agree. I just you, never, can't you, never know, you, you never know what's going to happen. So you, you can't say how you're going to feel going out. Against the Wizard. So. Talking about these matches, we're talking about the cards, which is a great lead into the fact that we're about to start predicting these matches. We're about we're we're eventually going to get to talk about Moxley here in just a minute, Sarah. Good, I know. I, you, I, know I, you, I, I, know. I need to mention something. <laughs> okay. Um, we're going to start though with our predictions. We're going to start with the buy-in, uh, which is looks to be one of the most uh, fun buy-in matches that we've looks had. Looks like in the a while. most watched buy-in ever. Yeah. <laughs> Last buy-in, we had three matches on it. This, as of right now, you know, we still have uh, rampages to go, so we don't know for sure. Uh, and for all, for all we know, we could have some main card matches added on rampage. Mm. But man, looking at how many matches we got, I hope, I hope not. I hope this is it. Um, I know because when we, because I'm going away tomorrow, which I'm sure yep. you know, but nobody else is. So I'm, yep. I'm going away. So then the pay per view is on the Sunday when I'm away. Then we've got to travel back home. I've got to watch a pay-per-view, which is probably three hours. So I'll probably be yeah. going because I've got to go pick up the dog. So I'll probably be getting back to my house about two. I've got to watch a three-hour pay-per-view. And then we've got to record the review. And I'm just yeah. like, how am I doing this? It's impossible. <laughs> I, I got news for you, Sarah. It's going to be longer than a three-hour pay-per-view. <laughs> This is AEW. It's going to be longer than oh, three-hour pay-per-view. I'm literally just going to have to like get in the back of the car and watch the pay-per-view yeah. on my iPad going home. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the buy-in. Hookhausen versus Tony Nese and Smart Mark Sterling. Oh, this is so good. All right. What is your prediction for this match? <laughs> Hookhausen, obviously, yes. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. T- Tony Neeson and the Smart Mark, obviously. You're, you're <laughs> out of your gourd. <laughs> yes. No way. Yeah, no. Um, yeah. Hookhausen, duh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we're both. I we're want both... Hook to absolutely pummel Smart Mark Sterling like Mox did. Oh, yeah, me too. Even more. I want to see what Smart Mark when... is wearing. Yeah, because last time didn't he come out with like a cape on and stuff? It's <laughs> yeah, like this homemade Superman outfit. Yeah, so I want uh, that. And, uh, and we, because we've not seen Danhausen wrestle, this is going to be your seeing. Yeah. Him yeah, wrestle because we've we, avoided. Yeah, we had his first match, but he didn't do anything. He just yeah, got, yeah, he literally just like he got killed. So, just to see his offense, yeah, it's yeah. gonna be kind of cool. So, because we we said to each other that we were going to avoid watching any Dan Housen match that would be on YouTube. Mm-hmm. The fact that we want to watch this completely, like, yeah, brand like, new, brand new, yeah. So it'll be a, like I'm a Christmas, really Chris, Christmas, Christmas morning. Opening this present, know, and Dan Housen pops out and wrestles. I'm actually gonna watch a buy-in. <laughs> yep. There you go. Never thought I'd say that. Your, your first buying. My first buying. I should have got you something. in cherry. <laughs> and my right. Van Housen match cherry. There you go. A lot of cherries. <laughs> A lot of cherries. <laughs> Getting popped. Um, main card. Uh, the first, and I'm, I'm reading these off as Wikipedia has them listed in order, uh, which it ends with the title matches. So. The first one it has on the list is Jade. No, I'm sorry. It doesn't end with the title match. It started off with the TBS title match. What in the world? Anyways, this is how Wikipedia has them listed. Jade Cargill defending her TBS title against Anna Jay. How are we going with this one? Two of my favorite women in this company. Um, mm-hmm. I would love Anna Jay to get a title. But yeah. I also really, really want Jade to keep a winning streak. Your prediction Jade, is Jade, 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 yes. Jade, Jade. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt in my mind it's gonna no. be Jade. It's gonna be Jade Cargill uh, keeping that winning streak and yeah. keeping that title. Uh, I, my disappointment with this match, um, and it, some of the same sentiments, a lot of the same sentiments are gonna go. I'm gonna talk about when we get to the women's title match. Is the build up for this? Yeah, it just happen like if there's not now they do have a little bit of history and they did show that in the video package but other than that there was very little build uh, mm. to, to get to this so i 
I'm going to harp on this a little bit when we get to the women's title match, but I still, we've said it before, we said it in the past, but we'll keep saying it. Like, dude, just give some meat on the bone with these women's feuds. Please. The same attention that's being paid to the men's feuds. Give me a reason to care more about this match than I do because I really want to. And I really want to care more about this women's title match later. And I care about that match, but I want to care about it even more than I do. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but that being said, I still think this could be a great match. Could be a squash match for all we know. They could... There could be a post-match angle that's being set up that we're going to be talking about this match for. We don't know. It could be her next challenger. But just as this match is set up, um, again, how it built it uh, has been built. Not crazy about it. But Jay Cargill, yes, she will keep her title. I agree. Mm. Um, I'll get off my soapbox now for just a minute. Um, ne- next, it will be the House of Black taking on Death Triangle. This one has been building for a while. Uh, a lot longer, I think, because Phoenix was out. I yeah. think this match was probably going to happen at at Revolution, but mm. we got um, uh, Eric Redbeard instead of Phoenix, which is completely different from Phoenix. If you want to pick the opposite of Phoenix, <laughs> you would say Eric Redbeard. That's the opposite. So it's like would Darby Allen? Oh, we don't have Darby Allen. <laughs> Here's Jeff Cobb. <laughs> Jeff Cobb. <laughs> yeah. Next. Is- <laughs> Carbon copy of Darby Allen. Exactly Cobb, right? the same. <laughs> totally. Um, so, how do you see this one going? Is House of Black going to win, or is it going to be I'm Death Triangle? I'm sticking with my goth boys. So, yeah, I'm sticking with your goth boys too. House of yeah. Black definitely gets the win. Is is tonight the night? I'm not sure how they would work it in, but is tonight the night that we finally see Julia Hart officially join the House of Black? Have, did they save this for the pay per view? Because they've been they've been teasing it for a while, and now she's just not been involved is she going to come and factor into the end of this match i have zero idea i don't know at point you got to do it oh 100 so, you've got to i just don't pay-per-view. know okay. when yeah. or how that keep happened but yeah my, my golf boy is gonna do good yep i agree they they pick up the win yeah because the house always uh, wins <laughs> they, they do so far <laughs> so far so good um next we have Look, this is a fantasy matchup. Uh, one that happened, I think, in 2017 in uh, Ring of Honor, I believe, wasn't it? Uh, the Hardys versus the Young Bucks. Um, now, they, this is a far cry from 2017 or 2016, whenever that happened. But It's a far cry from 2000 as well. Further cry from 2000, yes. But the Hardys versus the Young Bucks. This hasn't had a ton of build. But I do think it has on BTA. Yeah, but even aside from that, it's the type of match that I think you don't need a ton of build for. No, um, it, it literally it's, is. It, it books itself. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you get get excited for it because it's just that fantasy matchup. So, are you going with your boys, the Hardys, or the Young Bucks, the greatest tag team in the history of all tag teams? Uh, I'm going with the Hardys, the greatest tag team in the history of all tag teams. You got you got that wrong. I'm also picking the Hardys. Do you know what I loved was on yeah. Dynamite where they cut to um, Matt and Jeff at the back. <laughs> Matt said, "Going, yeah, we we were basically raised the same. Like we didn't drink." And they're going, "Huh? <laughs> Wait a minute." <laughs> It said didn't like it's in the past. Like, past, 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 past. Like when we were kids, okay. Yeah. After that, when they were babies, they were little babies. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I I thought about that too. I was like, I just thought, yeah, all right. Then you just you know completely ignore everything. It's fine. We can all pretend. Kayfabe, kayfabe. Yeah. All right, so we're both agreeing, Hardys. But I do think, I know the Hardys are not in their prime, but yeah. I do think this is a match, much like Jeff Hardy and, and, and Darby Allen. I think this is a match where they are not going to put on a bad match. They will no. kick it up two, three, four notches to do what they got to do to make this match I also, um, stellar. I also don't think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a book's mistake why they lose it. I can see that. I don't think it's going to be like a clear-cut hardy victory. I genuinely think the Bucks will do something or 
you know, someone will turn up yeah. and do something and it will just go wrong. Yep. And I, I, I think they're going to win. The Hardys are going to win because I do think there is a title run in their future before they are. The 100% gone. there will be. Yeah, so I think this win would mean more to them than the Bucks because I don't think the Bucks are going to get the titles again anytime soon. No, um, they need to do so, the whole elite and Kenny yeah. and I, they'll Lashley. be involved in that. Well, they'll be involved in the uh, the trios title picture when that is yeah. introduced. I think so that they're not going to be anywhere near the the tag title. So I think the Hardys no. get the win because they're eventually going to move on to that. I'm not sure how long it's going to be, but can't hold off too long. No. Got to put the titles on them when you as soon as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, next, we have the Jericho uh, Jericho Appreciation Society, uh, led by the Wizard Chris Jericho, taking on Danielson, Moxley, Eddie Santana, and Ortiz. Should be no mystery who you're going to pick in this one. Obviously, I'm going with not the guy that throws fireballs in his <laughs> faces. He's the um, Wizard. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going with Mox and all of my guys together for some reason. Um, yeah. And also, Daniel Glass, if you need help. So, so, do you think he jumps sides here? Do you think he begs for a spot with the Blackpool Combat Club in the middle of this match? Um, no, but I think he'll get his head kicked in. Okay, <laughs> yeah. He may get some sense kicked into him. Uh. Yeah. Pretty much. We'll just see if uh, Jericho's magical powers can can keep uh, can keep Daniel <laughs> Garcia on his side. Jer- um, I'm surprised, Jericho. Let's do a fireball match. Fireball. <laughs> That's coming. That's coming on Dynamite. <laughs> like, gonna... like Dragon Balls. <laughs> coming up on a special edition of Dynamite, it's a magical mayhem match. Oh my god! For- what is this one called? This is the anarchy, anarchy in, the, in the arena. In the arena. Okay, yeah, I forgot. As this. obviously, he's got to like do some catchy little. <laughs> Jeez, I just love how Mox was just like, I ain't doing no stadium style <laughs> bullshit. I was just like, yay! <laughs> that was great. I'm like, oh, I was actually kind of excited. I was like, wow, we're gonna get a stadium stampede match. Nah. Before I could get the the thought out, Mox is like, nope. I'm like, oh, Mox. This is pure wrestling forces, whatever that is. (laughs) Look, I'm going to – I'm back and forth on this one for one reason. You dare. No, 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 for one reason. Uh, You won't – I don't think you'll totally disagree with me here, though. Um, You know, rationally thinking. Uh, Because if there's another match in the future for this, this type of thing, which in my mind would be blood and guts. You would mm. progress this to a blood and guts match. Mm. If that is in the future, I could see the Jericho Appreciation Society winning this match, cheating in some way, mm. whether they have another five guys where it's 10 on five or something in order to beat them. And then it leads to this, uh, to, to blood and guts where they're in these cells where nothing else can happen is literally mm. just them and they're locked in there. With John Moxley and Danielson and Eddie Kingston and and Ortiz, and then uh-huh. they can't get out, you know. So, if that's in the future, it would make sense for Jericho and his group to win this match. Um, oh, I'm I still agree. not sure. I agree with that, so, but I, so, I, I still will not abandon. Yeah. So, but taking that out, I don't know if that's in the future or not. So that being said, I'm picking Danielson, Moxley, Eddie Santana, and Ortiz to win this match. Um, and can but, we just say how beautiful was it? How beautiful was it to see those two together? I oh, know. To my that was. That was. I... <laughs> oh, boys. Try to control your emotions. Sarah. Oh, you're gonna make. You're gonna make me cry. Not really. Coming out Sorry. together just like the others. Um, oh, I love them too so much. That's such good stuff. I know you've so been good. waiting for that moment. You've I've been, been waiting for that moment for so long. <laughs> I love how they were just having like a little argument as well, just in the middle of it. Just like, calm down, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this reminds me of my best friend. That's what tell me. So relatable. Oh, yeah. um, and Eddie Kingston has been so relatable this this whole time. He's, oh, he's that, that every man. He, since he's turned whole, um, I quit match with Marks. Like mm-hmm. everything from then on. He is just he's yeah. such an important person to have 
who speaks truth. Yeah. You need yep. somebody like that. Authenticity. Authenticity. It's very, very important in, in mm. pro wrestling, and, and he has that. Especially for uh, a tough guy to be to that team. open as well. Yeah. I mean, yep. for a guy that literally, you know, like, knocks people's heads off. Yep. For him to be that open and honest and transparent with everything is like a huge thing. Because if you th- even think about like 10 years ago, like not a chance that would have been like, you know, looked upon as a good thing. Yeah. So. Absolutely. It's it's really important this day and age. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, important all the time, but especially now. Yeah. Um, moving on to possibly the biggest feud of the pay-per-view. And we said this last pay-per-view with MJF. So this no accident. MJF is a big focal point with his company. Um, it is MJF versus Wardlow. Wardlow earned his spot in I this match. I loved him so much. Um, he, I he, MGF came in. Why did he come out in little tiny shorts? <laughs> I'm generally curious why he came out in tiny shorts. The, the bicycle um, shorts. <laughs> yeah. And then also the fact that if I love the fact that because Wardle snapped the handcuffs, he could have done that the entire time. Yeah. But no, he was like, you know, going along with it. And yeah, then, I'll just save it for now. And then the best bit was. Sean Spears with the chair and just MJF just like fell oh. like a plank of wood on his back. Oh, yeah, not a not a, not a fan of unprotected chair shots, but the chair was obviously gimmick. So we're oh good. yeah, 100%. we're good, we're good. And yeah, I was just the fact that as Wardlow climbed the cage, like Cody did after their match in the cage. Yes. So, yeah. And like it's such an amazing moment. You can hear all the crowd. It's completely a hundred percent over. It's ridiculous how quick that's actually happened in mm-hmm. a wrestling time frame. It's insane. And yeah. then just shot onto MJ's face where he's just like, oh no. <laughs> ah, I'm gonna yeah. actually do this now. He's, I love he's... how he never ever ever like succeeds in having these things put in front of him to make people not get to fight him and oh, every yeah. time it happens people just go yeah yeah we'll just swim through this and we'll just go to punch you in the face he got you again yeah <laughs> i'd like to see him stop somebody at some point <laughs> like, like so that plan he, he reminds me of the you know the the, the superhero villains like they're always yeah ah, but they're really bad ones and they always get caught every time like, they're really really bad every, yeah yeah the ones in like scooby-doo where like i would have got away with it with some <laughs> <kids>. not, <laughs> not for you meddling kids it's, it's old <laughs> it was old man withers i don't know uh yeah he, he's that he's it's that kind of hill for sure. Yeah. So will this plan work? I mean, for for will MJF keep Wardlow under contract? Will he defeat Wardlow and keep him under his thumb, or is Wardlow going to break free of MJF and beat him in this match? Okay. So I genuinely don't know how to call this because the two options that are available lead to completely different paths. Mm-hmm. and I okay. don't know which I prefer mm-hmm. um, because obviously you've got the whole um, if Wardlow doesn't win he has to you know be with MTF and not sign to AEW and all that type of stuff which in itself mm-hmm. would be quite an interesting thing of like how he actually gets that like he could hire Mark Sterling to help him out yeah. um, <laughs> but then again I feel like the crowd would literally just like attack MJF for real. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I think the safest option for everybody is Wardlow to win. Yeah. Um. So you picking Wardlow? Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Uh, I think the the face has to come out on top. That means yeah. Wardlow in this situation. I mean, he's. Yeah. He's over like Rover, and it, it's time to let him break free from MJF. I, the only way you can do this if you want to try to extend it to the next pay-per-view, which will be all out in Chicago, um, I, well, the next AEW pay-per-view. The next pay-per-view is technically Forbidden Door, which is also in Chicago. 
But Charlotte's um, everything. I know, but you don't want to. I don't think you want to try. I think this is no. This is heated up to the perfect temperature. Let's take it out of the oven and, and let's let's eat it. So I think this is the time uh, for Wardlow. You don't want to overcook this thing. So I think this is definitely the time for Wardlow. It gets the win, and then we uh, we move on from there. Wardlow uh, wants to break free. <laughs> I think we're getting into the we've we've agreed on every match to this point, but I think we're we're getting into the area of the car in this five more <laughs> matches to predict where we may start differing a little bit. This is gonna be the difference maker area. Do you um, know what I wanna happen though with that world thing, just for one minute? Okay. Is if he if he wins and he gets the same mm-hmm. AEW, mm-hmm. I want a video of him signing the contract. <laughs> yeah. And then what I wanna happen on the next dynamite is him come out with an AEW Blazer like Tony Schiavone. <laughs> I just like, just be like, look, I'm part of the company now. Just like sporting the colors. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I like that idea. It looks quite fun. All right. You want but it yeah. to be a, you want, so you want Warlow to look like Tony Schiavone on the next. Wow. All right. Yeah. No, <laughs> see somebody trying to take the. Mi- no, I want to see somebody trying to take the microphone for Wardlow. He may <laughs> get more interviews done properly. Yeah, I know. No one's gonna mess just, with him. Just holding someone by the front one. Question. <laughs> you see somebody trying to walk into the frame, and Wardlow just grabs them by the throat and holds them just out of frame. Like, nope. <laughs> Not on my watch. Right. Not on my watch. Um. So next we have the first of the Owen Hart Cup tournament finals, and it will be Britt Baker versus either Ruby Soho or Chris Statlander to decide the winner of the women's Owen Hart Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, so first of all, who comes out victorious on Rampage, Ruby Soho or Chris Statlander? I like both of them. Me too. But. I think for a kind of story purpose, Ruby Soho and Britt Baker again. Me too. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. All right. So we agree Ruby defeats Chris Statlander. Ruby Soho. So, so, so it's Ruby versus Britt Baker, and who comes out victorious in this one? Ruby Soho. Agree. Man, yeah. we're, we're right on. I think. I think the the Britt Baker being in it is is a tease that we may have Adam Cole and Britt Baker both win the tournament, mm. um, and I, I think that's that's done for a reason. Uh, but I think Ruby would be the it's first a misdirection. Person. Yes, to make you think, oh no, don't let this happen, and then they're gonna have Ruby Soho have her big moment in AEW. I think Finally. that would be cool. <laughs> yes, yes, that would be cool. Because her biggest moment to date is her debut. Yeah, really. I mean that that was that was a big one. Her winning the the Casino Battle Royale that she mm. was in. So, and that's that's been a while. Yeah. Um. So I, th- I think this is a good spot. She's been having some of her best matches lately. So, um, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Um. On the men's side of that Owen Hart Cup tournament, the finals will be Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole. Baby. Who's going to take the cup or uh, crown or trophy or belt? We don't even know for sure what the award's going to be. They haven't said this. They're going to reveal that at the pay per view. Um, so who's going to win this? It's just like a gift voucher. Yeah, <laughs> you got gift cards to Cracker Barrel. Anyway. <laughs> so uh, funny. Yeah. My only worry is. Yep. That. Certain gigantic human <laughs> will turn up and that's get a, Joe out of it. That's exactly what's going to happen. Um, Something's going to happen. Yeah, I don't want you know the whatever they want to call themselves, the elite, undisputed, or undisputed elite, whatever. I don't want them to win anything because when Kenny comes back, I want him to yeah. be furious. I'm yeah. just like, what the hell has happened? Like, why is Adam Cole all of a sudden in charge? Like, I didn't ask him. It was you two. I asked. Why, why is he, he in positions? Why is he in charge and why is he carrying around this huge cup? What is yeah. that all about? What, why did he get that gift voucher? Huh? 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Why is he always eating a Cracker Barrel? So I, I get that, you know, I get a reason for Adam Cole. I don't want it to happen. But I also feel that Joan might be flung through the arena by a gigantic human. So I get that you're predicting Adam Cole. I don't want to predict Adam Cole. Well, I'm picking Adam Cole. Uh, I do for those for those reasons. I do. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the only reason I'm probably like leaning towards Adam Cole is because yeah. of that. Well, yeah, for that reason, uh, for the fact that he hasn't won any type of title yet since being here, which that doesn't mean anything terrible. Uh, uh, Joe has the Ring of Honor TV title. I mean, uh, he got so, brought back to life for this. So. <laughs> yeah, so I think... Use you your know, time wisely, dude. <laughs> yep, I, th- I think Cole wins it. You got and, a second but, chance at but, life and you're not doing anything with it. But I, I deservedly so, though. I think I think Cole has been so over since joining AEW. He's uh, like I think, the most heroist person ever, yet yeah. nobody can refuse... <laughs> no. She'd like do anything to do with Adam Cole's entrance. Like no, no. like even like the most like the people that hate the elite, like me. They're still still people, doing it. They still and I do it at my house. Boom. Yep. Boom. Adam Cole, bye bye. Um. So there's literally <laughs> it's like one of them things that AEW for somehow has managed to do this, where heels that you are literally not meant to like on any level. People will still be there for the entrance. Yep. They're still going to go crazy for it. It's just so random. It's like even when MJS music hits, initially it's like a, yeah, and then it's like, whoa. So even it's just that they're excited to see MJS. They're They're excited to see Adam Cole. Singing. <laughs> to the point they've had to start cutting it off now. Like, no, you, you don't get to sing it in the car. And then they're Go upset ahead. about that. Yeah. But I love the thing at the beginning of Jericho <clears throat> where you're just like, well, Jericho, I appreciate it. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, Daddy Magic with yeah. his, uh, with his voiceover. Good. good stuff. I think this, okay, we're still not separated at all. We've got no. everything correctly down to three matches. I think this will be the match that could separate us because there's three choices. Okay? <laughs> we have the tag title match, which is a three-way. I hate three-ways or triple threats. In wrestling. In wrestling. I like three-ways. Just so we're clear. In <laughs> wrestling. Um, so... So, you have Jurassic Express. Go on, trying Star- to do this. I'm trying. I'm trying to hold on. Uh, versus uh, Starks and Hobbs versus Keith Lee and Swerve Freeway with a dinosaur involved. Like, whoa. It's just getting freaky. And um, sassy, Ricky Starks. Sassy. Sassy. Um, so, Jurassic Express having to defend their, uh, their titles in this triple threat match. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Who do you think comes out with the titles? Um, the revolution is televised. That's where you're going? Starks and Hobbs? I'm going with Starks and Hobbs. I do agree for sure that Jurassic Express are dropping the titles. Uh, I think, uh, before I make my pick, I want to say I do think this will be a catalyst yeah. for the um, issues between Christian and Jungle Boy. I think Jungle Boy will be the one to take the pin because of that. I think that will be what... They don't I, even need to take the pin, though, do they? That's the thing. No, they don't have to, but I think mm. they will. I think they. I think, I think think Jungle Boy will be the one to take the, the fall here. Mm. Um, because I think that's what... I think that could further that dissension between Christian and him. Because Christian basically called him a loser in a promo a few weeks ago. Um, but they had the titles. Now they're not going to have the titles. And if it's because of something Jungle Boy does. Yeah. Um, um, I don't think the turn is going to happen necessarily here. This is going to be just the beginning of it. Um, but I think the ones who are going to win those titles are going to be Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. That's my pick. I can't believe you're abandoning Sassy Ricky Stark. I know. I, I, look, He's so sassy. I, I will have no issue to see those two guys walking around with the titles whatsoever. Um, 
I, I, I get the feeling, though, that it's going to be Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland because I think you could have done just – if you wanted to put the titles on Starks and Hobbs, just done Jurassic Express versus Starks and Hobbs because you have um, face heel. So it makes sense. It could just mm-hmm. be a tag match. I feel like they wanted to put Swerve and Lee. They want to put the titles on them, so but they didn't want to do face-face, which would have been – Lee and Swerve versus Jurassic Express. Uh, but by making it a triple threat, it makes sense. So I think with all that mind stuff going on with me there, I think the reason for the triple threat is so they could put it on Lee and Swerve without them necessarily just beating a face. Do you um, think that Lee and Swerve and Hobbs and Starks sounds like 80s cop shows? It's especially Starks and Hobbs. Yeah. yeah. Especially Starks and Hobbs. You can imagine it like Starks and Hobbs. Like like eight like so get FTR's music, transfer it to Starks and Hobbs. Man, show around it. That FCR music is definitely an eighties TV show. It's so electronic, it's ridiculous. It reminds me of driving around on Greft Van Greft what's it called? Grand Theft Auto. Grand by Theft City. Auto. Yeah, yeah. Like, where it's all 80s and stuff. Like, seriously, FTR's music plus Hobbs and Starts is yeah. an 80s cop show. And I tell you, at first, I could not stand that FTR music, but it is so same. It's grown Absolutely on me. Same. And then the fact that they've then got them jackets, uh-huh. <laughs> like <laughs> the colors, and I'm just like, the, it's it just... just reminds me of old videotapes from like when I was a kid with like all these stripes on. It's so weird. Yeah. I want to. I would love to see their promos done with. You know, NWO used to do the the, the promos on on WCW. I, mm. I guess it was in WWE too when they were there, but in black and white. You know, yeah, like that. Be cool to see FTR's promos where it's got that the lines and stuff in it, like it's being yeah. played on an old VHS tape. Yeah. <laughs> and then when like, you say top guys out to go all fuzzy, <laughs> static. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be great. Good oh, stuff. So funny. All right, so we're finally different on something. So the first one that we've... This is new for us. We've never got this far. This could be the the, the only decider. We could be agree on these next two matches, and this be it it all come down to this tag match uh, Mm -hmm. to decide who's right and who's wrong. And I'm going to be right, of course. But, I mean, at least we'll know, like, we can look at this one match. So when when did Adam Page turn up? And moving on. Uh, the next to the last match on this list is the women's title match. Thunder Rosa defending her title against Serena. We've not D. done Punk and Hangman. I know. I said this is the next to the last match. Oh, I didn't hear that bit. Yeah, I probably mumbled. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I mumbled in English, too. Oh, um, did you? Yeah. I mumbled in an uh, American accent. Excuse me. We both speak English. <laughs> I mumbled in an American yeah, you took accent. that language. And butchered it. And Um, it did it better. Go ahead. (laughs) Sidewalk. You have to explain that you walk on the side. We walk on the sidewalk. Eh? (laughs) Blinker. Yeah, because it's flashing, dude. It's an indicator. Thunder Rosa versus Serena D. (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. Absolutely, yeah. No way Thunder Rosa loses. Um... But that thing that's bugging me, man, like this match, when we, when, you know, Thunder Rosa got the title, we were, I think we both agreed, Serena Deeb is like going to be a, a great matchup between these two. Mm. It's, it's an obvious match you can go to, and it's one I was looking forward to seeing, and I'm still looking forward to seeing this match, but they have just not given them I think, yeah, any I think type of this like, like any, entire thing I'm excited for the match but I'm not excited for any story because there's yeah. not really they haven't done them any justice on TV I and just also, I don't understand I, that I also don't think the whole Serena D thing the other week was really helpful no, or necessary no, <laughs> no and the thing is the what she was saying last week um, was the 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 stuff she was talking about about how 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 much women have had to fight to get to where they're mm. taken seriously? That stuff was great, mm. but the way it's all presented, and you know, and I know Serena D or Thunder Rosa, neither one, n- n- neither one of them were CM Punk or MJF on the mic. I understand that, 
but but you can accentuate the positives in them uh, to to tell a better story. I still don't think they were given a whole lot of meat to their or a whole lot of time or other other than just hey, here's a mic, go say something kind of situations mm. instead of really thought into what the story is. And I'm not sure who where the fault lies. Obviously, you look at, you know, Tony Khan's the top of the food chain there. So uh-huh. that's, that's who you think about, but I'm not sure who's agenting these um, storylines and situations with the women's division. Um, but, man, I just, I, I feel like this could have been given so much more meaning than just the match. And I'm looking forward to the match. Mm-hmm. Just I want to care, be invested. I could be invested even more into this with a better story. So that's the only thing I'm that at. I think was the problem with Serena's whole thing was what she was saying is 100% factually correct. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is she said it in a company that is now three years old that hasn't really advanced any of the women's side to a point. Yeah, yeah. So it kind so of then reflects back onto um, the company and then you're uh, just kind of like so what was the point <laughs> yeah and she, and it was and it was awkward because she was cutting that promo on dustin Rhodes. yeah dustin was you know it, just the whole the way these things have played out i just i have not been a huge yeah, fan just, of there there have been some, there have been some sparks here and there but it's been because they've the talent themselves with thunder rosa and Serena Diva squeezed something out of what they yeah. had to do but um uh, just man, but I think this match is going to be amazing. Could the be a show stealer. The yeah. match will be phenomenal. It's just yep. a shame that it's mm-hmm. like I've it literally should... only just gone. Oh yeah, that's happening. Yeah, because even should... though like I watched Dynamite today, yeah, I still was. I still forgot that was even going to be on the card because it just feels like it's just kind of like floated midair and no one's really yeah. anchored it. And it should not be that way with no. the women's title match at all. I mean it, like Jade's TBS title is getting more of a like yeah. a, a kind of aura around it than the women's championship. And I get that the TBS championship and the TNT championship are not meant to be mid-card titles or secondary titles. They are meant to be on the same level. But the thing is, is that TBS title is somehow above that women's title right now it feel it does feel like it yeah um and uh and jade feels like a bigger star because of it jade um, feels like she's like been with the company been doing this wrestling thing longer than what thunder rosa has and we know that's not true and the only yeah. way that we it, the perception of that is is because of how the tbs championships been but compared to women's championship that's the only way that perception has got across in my view so yeah but i'm pulling for these ladies to put on a heck of a match but and i do agree i do agree thunder rosa keeps the title no way she loses it yeah um so on to the main event the last match hangman adam page versus cm punk cm punk is in adam Page's head. You know, they the commentary said that, but I, I didn't quite agree with it really? too much. Yeah, I just felt I, I I feel like Adam Page came out of that that promo looking better than CM Punk. Uh, yeah. CM, CM Punk kept saying that Adam Page was talking in circles, and it did. It felt to me like CM Punk was kind of talking in circles. A- Adam Page with his line of when he said this i'm not just defending this AEW world title i'm defending AEW against you we heard the kind of the same stuff with eddie kingston right mm. eddie kingston talked about how how punk is out here but they're not seeing how you are backstage like you know he treated mm. he talked about punk like he's a problem like he's mm. he's an outsider here that he doesn't fit here and hangman's kind of saying the same stuff like he's like almost like I've seen stuff backstage that everybody else doesn't see, and you're and Punk is like, man, what's what's the problem? Like I'm, I don't know why you're getting so, so upset and taking this so personally. It's just business and smiling, like you know, very. It had a devious feel to it from the Punk side, yeah. and I guess you, could, I guess you could say him punching Punk is what Punk wanted. Maybe that's what yeah. commentary was saying. 
Yeah. I just felt like, like Adam Page is like, yeah, I'm done. I'm just going to knock you out and I'm going to walk off because I'm, I, like, I'm done talking. I genuinely I like Punk is very, very clever. Yeah. And you can see the cogs <clears throat> in his head turning as, you know, Hangman's going like full throttle at him. And why the reason why I'm seeing punks in his head is because, like I said the other week, yeah, Hangman isn't overly confident. He's still that anxious cowboy. So he's now having this big bravado. He's now pushing back. He's making him. It's like when, like you know, um, animals make themselves bigger. To be more intimidating and stuff yeah. like that, or like yeah, that type of thing, or like if a bird has like you know a deterrent type thing, whatever. So yeah, they fluff their feathers yeah, out exactly. really big, so like, like to hey, don't mess so with I, me. I generally think that's what Hangman is doing. He's basically projecting this, you know, kind of more aggressive person. Um. That obviously he's had to be in matches that he's had, but he's not that person deep down. He has that side that he can call on, but he's not that deep down. He's still quite insecure of it and everything. And also yeah. the fact that the crowd didn't really seem to be on his side either is quite telling. And the reason, yeah. like, Puck was like, no, no, you'll shake my hand. And Hangman then just lamps in one, and then you can see punk like smiling and hangman's just like staring at him like what do you know what i mean so yeah i generally think like with hangman when he's he's got this point now where yeah he still has this self-doubt but because of what he's been through with kenny and danielson and everything i generally think he's now got this defense mechanism that when someone is pushing him he has this like complete red mist because comes over him and he can't stop himself until he's after he punched Punk, he then kind of came back round to himself. And you could see it in his eyes, he was just looking at Punk on the floor, like, like, what did I just do? That like how 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 has yeah. this ended like this? And that's why I'm saying Punk is in his head, because he's managed to get that over Hangman to do that then. So yeah. in theory, in the match, if Punk pushes him too far, Hangman will have that and can make a mistake and Punk can capitalize. I, that, and that does make a lot of sense. Um, I do. Um, what I think, you, you mentioned the crowd not being as quiet behind Adam Page mm-hmm. um, as they were seeing Punk. Mm-hmm. I think during this match, I think that's, I think that's what AEW wants to see. Yeah. That's kind of what I like to see. I like to see the crowd get behind CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Um, but as it goes along, as well, we get to the end of the match, you could even have have Paige, uh, I guess, be you had to say too aggressive mm-hmm. in the match. It's a wrestling match. He's fighting to keep the title, but. Where, but you can't Paige, go to the extremes on a wrestling match where and it Paige, not be exactly legit. Yeah, where Paige just starts, like, you can tell it it is personal. He's trying to, you know, rip Punk's face off, that kind of yeah. stuff. Um, but so the crowd slowly, you know, they're behind CM Punk. I want CM Punk to win this. In the end, though, CM Punk can't get it done. Like, he can't put him away and has to low blow, mm. cheat. Do whatever it takes yeah. to beat out on page, and we really he, he whether it's you know, he looks at the crowd and does it or whatever it gives this sly grin, and all of a sudden, like it would be cool if the crowd realizes in that moment, or, uh, along with us, that MJF was right, Eddie Kingston was right, Adam Page was right, Sam Punk's not the guy we think he is. He's he's a little devil. <laughs> and they've been telling us from the beginning, like all three. You think about that. That's a thread between all three of them. They were telling us, it's not the guy you think he is. It's not what you think is going on. He's not the guy I see all the time because people are watching him backstage. They, he's not this guy you think he is out here. I'm telling. 
at this pay-per-view, CM Punk turns heel, completely turns heel. And in that moment, the crowd that got behind CM Punk go, huh, we got behind the wrong guy. But it's too late. CM Punk's going to walk out the world champion and people are going to be booing. I legit, like, I've just thought of, like, do you know how this reminds me of, um, it's, it's such a weird analogy for me to come up with because it doesn't fit perfectly, but it's like Heath Ledger's Joker and Batman, mm-hmm. where Punk is the Joker and he has wormed his way in to Batman's head so much so, and he's still going to have a win over him whether he wins the belt or not because he'll have tipped him over that edge Yeah. and how does Hangman come back from that because say for instance say Hangman wins right Mm -hmm. he's going to walk away with that but will that match have completely changed the way he views what he needs to do to maintain that title if Punk wins Hangman can literally then lose his mind, go mm-hmm. for attacking. Mm-hmm. So Punk, in a way, is manipulating him and manipulating the audience to feel sympathy for Punk, but he's goading him into it, but kind of in a subliminal message. And then everyone has to put hang Punk. And then we can then explore that side with Hangman, where we've got to kind of like, work out where this went wrong, how he managed to let Punk into his head, how he needs to prevent that from happening. And like then the crowd are kind of like, oh, wait a minute. And the end of that story is where eventually you will see Punk as the bad guy. Then you will look back on everything and go, hang on a minute. It was literally there in that match, in that match, in that match. Mm-hmm. I, that's the long term that I would see personally, because I think you can't just end this feud just dead at the pay per view. If Punk no. wins, I definitely no. think you have to then slowly but surely see like where Punk is like, I'm doing this for you guys, and then he kind of then starts kind of like shiftily doing stuff and like crowd's still behind it but then it starts getting a bit more like wait a minute what's going on and then it gets back round and then he is the heel and then Hangman is there as you know the guy that Batman that saves the day at the end of it because he's worked through everything and he comes back so, so you, you think there's a possibility of a rematch at All Out in Chicago? I wouldn't say at All Out. I'd say further down the line. So, this will be true long-term storytelling between yeah. Hangman and CM Punk. Mm. I, I could see that. So are you going uh, officially CM Punk or Hangman? Yeah. CM Punk? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we are agreed on every match except for that tag title match. But the mm. fact that I, – I just think there's so much – more in this main event uh, than there was with Adam Cole, Adam Page. I, I like yeah. this. I, I love this main event. It has big match feel to it, as opposed to, I know last time, the last pay-per-view, we were like, man, I could see them, even though it's not a title match, ending the show with CM Punk versus MJF because yeah. it was such a big build to that. With this, this makes total sense. Hangman hey, on Page, CM Punk's got to close the show. Um, there's so, such a big match feel to it. Um, but yeah, I, it could go either way. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think I agree with you. Uh, CM Punk definitely, mm. definitely walks away with the AEW world title and it is a new era in AEW with the best He's in the world. Punk. Yep. We'll see if his face or heel coming out of it. We'll see if he runs um, away with the title again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> either way, I think this will be an amazing, uh, pay-per-view on yeah. card. Think, and, and there's always some surprises. You never know who might turn up. There's a lot of names out there. A lot of names. Anything is possible. And we do have uh, Forbidden Door coming up at the end of June. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about people showing up. Hello, New Japan folks. Might get involved because there is a pay-per-view in a month, uh, which is 
which is something AEW hasn't had to deal with yet. It's always a three-month build. We got one coming up in a month. So something crazy could happen at this pay-per-view, which leads to something at Forbidden Door. So keep an eye on that. Um, Definitely looking forward to this pay-per-view. Looking forward to what's going to happen Sunday night. But before we let you go, or you let us go, please uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts at. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review if you want to make us happy. And if you enjoy what we do, please do that. Because, Sarah, it is, it is what did you say, it's 11 p.m. over there? Yeah. She's staying up so late to record this show. So please leave us a five-star review. Uh, because of all this, tomorrow. because of all the sleep she's missing right now, and the longer I talk, she loses even more sleep. So I should, okay. so I should probably stop talking at this point, so she can get some sleep. Right, right, all right. Well, thank y'all so much for listening. Y'all be good out there, be good to each other, and we will see you on the next one. Bye. <laughs> That's all you dream about. No. <laughs> <laughs> <Anything> all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs>